0: This is Cambridge Judge Business School's Online Knowledge Centre with expert commentary, analysis and insights into the issues of the day.
1: When Ben Barry explained that the subject of his PhD thesis was models in advertising, his colleagues at Cambridge Judge Business School understandably assumed it was about economic models in the advertising industry. Not so, said Ben, I'm studying models in advertising, the women in the adverts, particularly in fashion-related adverts. He surveyed 3,000 women in Canada, North America and China. They were asked to look at fashion adverts featuring models of diverse sizes, ages, and races. This cross-cultural analysis, which Ben calls marketing versus the market, the case for diversity in fashion, offers interesting conclusions. He's worked in the industry as a modelling agent for over 15 years, and he explained what prompted this research.
0: What prompted the research was really my industry experience in the fashion industry. I was working in the industry and saw that most fashion brands were using one type of model a tall young thin caucasian model but in fact i saw that some fashion brands were having success by using different types of models and models that were more reflective of their consumer and so i wanted to investigate what type of model was actually going to be more effective in a fashion advertisement Well, let's jump to
1: the other end now and say, what were the conclusions?
0: Well, the conclusions, very, very, very interesting. Because I compared North America to China, I found very different results. And I think that makes sense because both cultures are very different. In North America, I found the practice of only using a model who reflects the Western beauty ideal to be ineffective. In fact, women respond to models more favorably, increase purchase intentions when the model mirrors their size, their age and their race. But if we jump to China, I found that younger Chinese women actually increased purchase intentions when they saw an idealized Western model. Uh, Older Chinese consumers actually had much more varied uh, purchase intentions. Some responded favorably to Chinese models. Others uh, were cautious of fashion advertising in general, regardless of the model type.
1: The predominance of young, thin and white fashion models is associated with negative self-esteem, eating disorders and obesity in women of all ages, incomes and backgrounds. Explain more.
0: Well, I mean, the idea, and I think it's important to realize when you think of this relationship between models, women, and self-esteem, that women aren't duped by culture. More than anything, it's because all there is in this media environment is this one idealized image of beauty. And so over time, people internalize that and think that is the standard of beauty and then inevitably will compare themselves to them. And in fact, most academic research looks at the relationship between models and self-esteem. But nothing looks at the impact of purchase intentions and skepticism and other consumer behavior variables. And it's quite funny when you think about it because fashion is a business. And so ultimately what the industry is concerned about is what type of model is going to increase purchase intentions is going to resonate with my consumer target market.
1: Size zero is not going to attract very many people, is it?
0: Well, in my research, if you're a size zero, a size zero will attract you. But for the 98% of women that are not a size zero, they'd like to see a model that's reflective of their age and also of their size.
1: What were some of the more startling areas of research, some of your more startling findings, things that you weren't expecting?
0: Well, I think one of the most interesting findings from my research is this new idea that I brought out of aspiration and whenever people talk about fashion advertising they always say that women want to aspire to the model in the advertisement, that advertising that's the most effective in the fashion industry sells this idea of aspiration. But no research had really looked at what does aspiration mean. And one of the things I found is that actually there's two key components of aspiration. One is actually the physical traits of the model. So if you think those physical traits are something you aspire towards. And second is a concept I called creative direction. And that has to do with, the photography, the hair and makeup, the actual clothes, all of the fashion of the advertisement. And what I found that simply using a model who reflects the consumer is not enough to motivate purchase intentions. You have to use a model who reflects the consumer in North America But that model also has to reflect the glamour, the artistry, the creativity of fashion. So women, regardless of the type of model they aspire towards, want to aspire to that fashion image, that creativity, that glamour, and that artistry.
1: So North American women are aspiring to what?
0: So North American women generally will increase purchase intentions. They aspire to a model who looks like them. So their size, their age, their racial background. Chinese women right now uh, the younger demographic aspired to a model who reflects the Western beauty ideal, but I think it's really important that there's to, to recognize that there's so much transition in China right now. That what we found, what we found with the ch- younger Chinese women may change in two years or five years down the road. In fact, some members in my younger Chinese sample were resistant to models that reflected the Western beauty ideal and actually increased purchase intentions when they saw Chinese models because it was uh, enhancing to see a model who looked like them, and also they wanted to maintain their Chinese cultural heritage. So I think brands need to be cautious of what they're doing in China and of my recommendations, because they're temporary, because there's so much transition in that economy.
1: Your findings, you say, underscore the need to take a multi-regional approach when developing Mm. advertising. I question the conventional casting of models in fashion advertising. It's a bit of a con, isn't it?
0: The idea in the industry of selling fashion is that you want to cast a model that nobody looks like because women will buy that outfit in order to look like the model. Of course, they never will. They'll feel badly about themselves, but they'll continue to buy that product in the hope of actually being able to look like that model. So what you're doing is you're fueling demand by creating insecurity. What I found is in North America, that's no longer effective. In fact, when the majority of the women in my sample saw models who reflected the Western beauty ideal, One, they were either really frustrated because they knew they could never look like that. They were savvy and skeptical and really thought that image was not realistic and was not attainable. And other women felt insulted. They felt insulted that the industry was telling them that they needed to look like that, that that was the definition of beauty. And so I found that actually trying to hurt women's self-esteem doesn't increase purchase intentions. What increased purchase intentions is raising their confidence, making them feel beautiful. And by seeing a model who actually reflected the consumer, women could picture themselves in the outfit, they felt beautiful, and they wanted to express that by buying the advertised item.
1: Your final sentence in your discussion papers: the underlying message is that fashion continues to sell aspiration, but how consumers interpret aspiration changes according to culture.
0: Mm -hmm. And exactly. I mean, the idea is that with fashion, you want to sell a dream. You want to sell something that consumers can fantasize about. But what that fantasy is, that fashion fantasy, isn't the same for every consumer age group and isn't the same for every consumer culture. And so it's really important that fashion brands understand their target market first of all, the culture of that target market and the mindset, and also the age group. So what age are they trying to target? And then select models accordingly.
1: Final point, what's going to happen now?
0: Well, the hope is that So, this research will start to change industry practice. So, we'll start to get fashion marketers and marketers in general to reconsider their approach of only casting a model who reflects the Western beauty ideal and instead start to cast models in North America that reflect their audience or in China, being more cautious that realizing that idealized model might only be temporarily effective. And in fact, they have to really research that market and stay on top of that market to understand the transition in consumer attitudes.
1: Ben Barry, thank you very much.
0: Thank you. This program was produced by the Cambridge Judge Business School as part of its online broadcast series.